Hey, creep. I want to tell you a tale, if you're ready to hear it. It may not be pleasant. It may not end the way you want it to. But this story is gripping and as fascinating as it is shockingly horrifying. Are you ready? My name's Cole, and you're listening to Tales. Today, creeps, I want to get back to our roots. My number one priority has always been telling the story of the victim, but sometimes it can be hard to find that perspective and present it. I also want to examine the phenomenon known as celebrity and the dangers and trappings that come with it. Today we are going to talk about Christina Grimey. Christina Victoria Grimey was born March 12th, 1994 to adoring parents Tina and Albert Grimey in Marlton, New Jersey. Christina's mother Tina was a receptionist and her father worked at Verizon Communications. She had an older brother as well, Marcus, who loved Christina and acted as her road manager throughout her performances and touring. Christina was always an energetic and creative child, and at six years old, Christina's father noticed she had a talent for singing, which they indulged fully, and at the age of 10, she started taking piano lessons. Although later in life, Christina would always insist she still played by ear, despite having had training. At the young age of 15, Christina started uploading videos to YouTube under the classic username of ZeldaXLove64. Her friends persuaded her to start the channel, insisting that videos of her singing and performing would do well on the popular video sharing website. Christina Grimey's first YouTube video was a cover of Don't Wanna Be Torn by the Disney character Hannah Montana, portrayed by Miley Cyrus. But it wasn't until she covered the teen pop classic Party in the USA that Christina Grimey gained any recognition for her voice. She posted that cover the same year she had started, and after that she only continued to gain popularity and attention online for her amazing vocal talents and unique renditions of popular songs on the radio. For her junior year of high school in 2010, Christina Grimey was homeschooled, but during that year she covered Nelly's Just a Dream with another YouTuber by the name of Sam Sui. And over the course of eight years, that video has amassed over a staggering 160 million views. To put that number into perspective, creeps, I live in Canada, which has a population of 37.59 million. Which means that Christina Grimey and Sam Sui's video has amassed views that are 4.6 times the amount of people living in Canada as of 2020. In 2011, Christina Grimey participated in the My YouTube competition, placing second place behind none other than Selena Gomez. But this turned out not to be so bad after all. As her YouTube fandom grew, Selena Gomez's mother and her husband Brian became Christina Grimey's manager in 2011. It had all been uphill for Christina Grimey, 
With her talent and drive, it seemed as if nothing was going to tear this young star from taking off into the stratosphere. And the entirety of 2011 was just a continuation of this winning streak. In 2011, Christina performed in the UNICEF charity concert, performed backup vocals for Selena Gomez, appeared on the Digi Tour. Selena Gomez then became her mentor. Grimy appeared on the Billboard Social Top 50. She then opened for Selena Gomez and the Jonas Boys during the Concert of Hope, and then toured for six weeks with Selena on the We Own the Night Tour. Christina also independently released an EP titled Find Me on June 14, 2011, that debuted at number 35 on the Billboard Top 200 chart in the US. She also appeared on The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Christina appeared on a Doritos commercial as well, and she was the special musical guest on the Disney Channel show So Random, which aired December 11, 2011. Sorry for the information dump, but 2011 was a heck of a year for Christina, and so was 2012 and 2013. But it wasn't until 2014 when things leveled up, as it were, for Christina Grimey. In January of 2012, Christina had moved to LA, which is the evergreen ritual of what seems to be most young creatives seeking to make a career for themselves. And it seemed that this was the right move. For Christina, breaking away from the rut of monotony which home can be for so many, or rather the comfort blanket that it is, seemed to spur her on further, and further her ambitious pursuit of her musical career. And in 2014, Christina Grimey auditioned for The Voice. Now, I don't think I need to tell you creeps what The Voice is, but just in case it is a wildly popular television show, akin to American Idol, except the judges can't see you while you perform. It isn't until they press a button signaling they want you on their team that the chair is turned and the judge can see what you look like. Well, Christina Grimey revealed she was auditioning for The Voice on her Facebook page, and her audience was overjoyed when they finally got to see Christina Grimey on national television performing a cover of Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. It couldn't have gone any better if she had planned it herself. All four judges turned their chairs, which gave Christina the opportunity to pick and join one of the judges, and ultimately the one she picked was Adam Levine, after he expressed she had potential to be a huge star. During her run on the show, both Selena Gomez, her friend and mentor, as well as Justin Bieber supported her. But alas, Christina placed third on season six of The Voice. Carson Daly, the host of The Voice, later expressed he was shocked Christina didn't win. Third place is still a win in my mind. And relatively speaking, her rise to stardom had been swift and steady. But all winning streaks have to come to an end eventually. But unfortunately for Christina Grimey, hers would end in tragedy. On June 10th, 2016, Christina was in Orlando, Florida, performing with the pop band Before You Exit at the Plaza Live. Christina Grimey, 
who was a promotions guru at this point, having been involved with social media for so much of her life, had posted a shout-out on her platforms asking people to come and attend the concert and show their general support. After the concert ended at 10pm that evening, things having gone smoothly and just as Christina had hoped, Christina went to the lobby to sign autographs for all her fans who had heeded her call to come and support her through her social media. And then at 10.24pm, Christina Grimey was shot. While Christina Grimey was swamped by fans, all waiting their turn to get an autograph and to express to her their thoughts and feelings about her performance and seeing her in person that evening, 27-year-old Kevin James Loibel pushed through the crowd. Christina Grimey saw the man approach and assumed he was like any other fan there and extended to him the same amount of love and appreciation she had for all of her fans that evening by opening her arms up to Kevin to give him a hug. While Christina's arms were spread wide in anticipation of a hug, Kevin leveled a gun at her face and chest and fired three times. An autopsy would later reveal that Christina Grimey was shot once in the head and twice in the chest. Fans turned witnesses fled the scene screaming and creating chaos in the venue trying to escape from Kevin and his 9mm Glock. Christina's brother Marcus, who was acting as a road manager, ran and tackled Kevin, and the two wrestled on the ground. Marcus fought to pry the gun away from Kevin, who held onto the hilt with desperate determination. Kevin finally broke free as the two began to tire on the ground and leapt to his feet to flee the scene, but found himself cornered with his back to a wall. With no escape... And like the sick, twisted coward he was, Kevin shot himself dead instead of facing up to his own actions. Meanwhile, Christina lay on the ground, bleeding profusely from the gunshot wound to her head. 911 was called and CPR was performed, but after being rushed to Orlando Regional Medical Center, the young rising star, Christina Grimey, was pronounced dead just before 11 p.m., Now, although the crime had taken place in front of plenty of witnesses, and due to that there was no question who had perpetrated the crime, and they had the victim known, which was Christina Grimey, but they didn't know why. So, investigators began digging into who Kevin James Loibel was, and why he had murdered Christina. The Orlando Police Department simultaneously began speaking with friends and family of Kevin, as well as picking through his credit card statements and phone records trying to reconstruct his evening. According to police, Kevin had taken a taxi to Orlando from his home in St. Petersburg, Florida. The 27-year-old man carried with him two handguns, two extra magazine cartridges full of ammo, and an overly large hunting knife. Orlando police stated that the suspect traveled to Orlando apparently to commit this crime and then had plans to travel back to where he came from. On the evening of the murder, it also appeared that hired security for the venue was more concerned with outside food and drink entering than checking bags and frisking, as is normal. 
In fact, I don't think I've ever been to a sports game or a concert without being frisked. So this personally surprises me. But that evening at the venue, security was not frisking anyone, nor were they checking the attendees' bags. Had they proceeded through the evening as security is supposed to, or to my knowledge is supposed to, Kevin Loibel never would have been allowed into the venue or near Christina Grimey. Witnesses described Kevin much in the way that you would expect. The common phrases used were nervous and kind of creepy. Kevin had purchased the guns he was carrying legally and had no diagnosis of mental illness, but police did state that they had found Kevin had an unhealthy and unrealistic infatuation with the online personality and singer. In fact, Kevin had dreamed of romance with Christina, whom he did not know personally and neither was she aware of him. But that didn't stop Kevin's ideation. Kevin had focused on losing weight, getting hair plugs and eye surgery, all in the hopes of becoming more physically attractive and appealing to the singer in hopes of starting a romantic relationship. His family had stated they had no idea of his plans to travel to Orlando and commit the crime nor did they know he had purchased any guns. In fact, by their account, they'd never heard of him speak of Christina Grimey at all, nor was he a fan of the voice. Perhaps that was due to a lack of communication, or perhaps it was because Kevin Loibel lived like a hermit and generally isolated himself from them and everyone else. But following the murder, the Loibel family left a handwritten note on the doorstep of the Grimey home offering their condolences and apologizing for their son's actions. Although his family had no idea of his obsession, his, and I quote, only friend in the world allegedly knew about the obsession, although didn't know to what extent it was about to manifest itself. Kevin's co-workers also stated the same, saying he would get angry and defensive when questioned about his obsession with the online personality. And allegedly, before the shooting, Kevin had offhandedly stated to his co-workers that he was tired and ready to ascend. Police stated that his obsession was based on the ideation of ownership and that if he couldn't have Christina, then no one else could. But Christina Grimey being shot in a venue where she's supposed to be safe by an overzealous fan, well, that wasn't the first time that it had happened. Following Christina Grimey's murder, heavy metal band Pantera noted the similarities between the murder of Christina and the death of former Pantera guitarist Daryl Abbott and three others in 2004, which had caused the band to urge concert promoters and club owners to go further in ensuring the safety of the artists. But largely, that call was unheeded, and sadly, Christina had to pay for their inaction with her life. Six months after the murder of Christina Grimey, Christina's family filed several wrongful death lawsuits, including the concert promoter, the foundation that owned the venue, and the security company who had neglected to frisk attendees and search their bags. Their initial lawsuit unfortunately was dismissed. But on April 9th, 2018, a year after submitting a new complaint to the Florida courts, a judge rejected a motion to dismiss the case, and the Grimey family were allowed to proceed. But sadly, on December 3, 2019, the Grimey family voluntarily dismissed the case, 
perhaps it was time to move on. Although Christina Grimey's death was tragic, it appears her short life made an impact on an innumerable amount of people through the power of her art and the opportunity the democracy of the internet provided her. Dozens and dozens of artists and celebrities took to social media following her death, while others, including Justin Bieber, Sabrina Carpenter, Demi Lovato, Maroon 5, 21 Pilots, Charlie Puth, and Rachel Platten, dedicated performances to her. The CEO of YouTube also paid tribute to the young star who had taken to the platform years earlier to get her start and it seemed the YouTube community at large was deeply affected as well. Christina had touched so many in the community, and hundreds of montage videos of Christina were posted, including one which was posted to her official channel by her family. The video received 2.5 million views and 33,000 messages of mourning and condolence in just four days. And just four days after Christina Grimey was shot, the Pulse nightclub shooting occurred, also in Orlando, Florida. Although the two had no connection, Billboard published an open letter to Congress to stop gun violence now, demanding background checks for every gun purchase and an outright ban on sales to suspected terrorists. The inspiration for the letter came from both shootings, and Billboard's editors said the ease with which dangerous people can get guns is the one connection between Grimey's murder and the Pulse shootings. The letter was signed and supported by nearly 200 music industry veterans, including artist Cher, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Tom York, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr, as well as executives Daniel Glass, Irving Azoff, and Russell Simmons. Although her life was taken from her, and cut short. Christina Grimey sure did make the most of every moment she did have, and to this day, continues to make an impact long after her tragic passing. So creeps, that brings us to the end of our tale. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, please consider becoming a Patreon member by visiting patreon.com slash talesbycole, where we release a Patreon-exclusive podcast weekly for Patreon members generous enough to donate $5 or more. If you have some time on your hands, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. They are so incredibly important in getting these stories out there. And even more importantly, every five-star review gets me one step closer to moving out of my mother's basement. You can also join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Tales by Cole. This episode was written and narrated by me, Cole Weavers, and sound production and editing by Matt Black. Remember, creeps. Take care of one another, stay safe, and don't forget to lock the doors. <laughs>